Auf Wiedersehen, goodbye, I like to breathe. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to Two Players and Up. I'm Aviv. I am Iran. We are the people behind Up to Four Players, a webcomic about tabletop games and the gamers who game them, as well as Crystal Heart, our current weekly webcomics about those very same gamers role-playing as brave crystal hunters in the Savage World system. You can find these comics and a bunch of other things on uptofourplayers.com. Everything there is free and it's ad-free and the reason we can afford to do that, you already know if you're listening to us every week, is with the support of our lovely patrons on Patreon. No, the other way around, our lovely patrons on Patreon. Thank you guys. You're helping us to do loads of awesome things, and we'll talk a little bit about that in, uh, in, in just a few seconds. But first, like we do every week, we're going to pick four of your names and say slash sing them in various lovely ways to show our appreciation for, um, uh, you know, you giving us a little bit of money every month to show your appreciation of us. Everyone's showing appreciation to one another. It's lovely. Uh, let's do that now. Steve, 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 Steve. Richard. Angen, Angen, Richard. Angen, 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 Richard. Angen, Angen, Richard. Angen, 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 Richard. Jamie. 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 Steve. If you want to support us uh, as well, you can go to patreon.com slash ut4p. Uh, we will greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you don't want to support us monetarily, you can also just tell people about us. Uh, this show if you think it's worth spreading our opinions about stuff but mainly the comics really because that's why we're here um, so if you have friends who like role-playing games or games in general or are just geeky good people who uh, like to read a nice web comics just tell them about crystal heart and uh, hopefully another reader will join the readership so, we're back after a week off, um, and we're back with an interlude, which I was very excited to find out was an actual mechanic in Savage Worlds. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's where, um, between storylines, between adventures, or just when you feel like it, all the players sit around the table and uh, they just pick cards, and according to the suit of the card that you picked, um, or you were dealt, really. You don't pick cards. You don't pick your destiny in Savage Worlds. You are dealt it. Unless you're Lily, and then you you do pick it. <laughs> uh, yeah, funny you should say. Um, according to the suit of the card, you tell a little story, a background story about your character. And I think it's a, a lovely little way to give you a small prompt to not just tell you, hey, make something up. Uh, but it does give you a little bit of guidance. And 
if you need a little bit more guidance if you're trying to come up with a story, why don't you read Elan's post from Thursday? Yeah, talking just exactly about that. Now that we are doing our podcast on Saturday, we can actually speak, say things about things that happened during the week, and not as it was before when it was basically the other way around. Which is why we never yeah, said but... everything interesting ever, ever. <laughs> It was always very timey, wimey, schlimsy, flimsy. Yes. Uh, but now it's going to be much less of all of that. So yeah, we're back with, I think we're going to have four pages of this, uh, this bunch of interlude stories. And then we're right on to episode two, which is going to be awesome. But before that, there's a bunch of things happening. For starters, uh, in September, so about a month from now, There is a gay is it a conference? It's like it's a day conference. No one says conference conferences cons. It's a con. Con, just a con, con. it's a con. It's a convention. But con sounds like we're conning people. No, it's a not. convention is yes. the right word? Yes. It's not. <laughs> okay, it's called Concrete Cow. And it's in Milton Keynes, which is like an hour away from London. And it's in sixteenth of September. And they have their local gaming club and they're doing this. concrete cow thing twice a year and I've been following them ever since I moved to London but I've never went because well yeah. I, I wanted to go because they have a cow in the logo and it looks very friendly but I <laughs> never went because it's an hour away from London <laughs> which is which is so much it's so far away yes but to be fair it's about an hour to get from us to you as well yes. and you're doing that every week yes 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 which is why we decided Aviv and I that we will be attending a concrete cow I think it's 17 and a half this one and I'll be running my savage world adventure which Aviv actually never played so Aviv will be playing in my savage world adventures yes so if you want to say hello if you want to play with us uh, I'm, I'm not actually sure are you supposed to uh, register in advance for I'm, games I, I'm not really sure how it goes I, I'm, I'm betting it's one of those strange British conventions of uh, getting there uh, 15 minutes early and writing down on, on sheets of paper your name and then you, you, you shuffle it in, the, in a hat or, I, I, I mean I don't I don't know in Dragon Age it's so strange how they do it in here where I'm used to something completely different from Israel I will have to check however because I think that in some strange way it's on me to recruit players and I'm not sure how that's happened but, but we'll we'll get to it well one way to do it I guess is to tell you guys about <laughs> it um So we'll obviously put a link to the Facebook page or the website or whatever is most convenient uh, for people to know about this um, games day convent this concrete cow nice and um, yeah if you're into playing crystal hearts and many people were interested in that and uh, you're in the general London Milton Keynes area um, be there. And, and say hi. Even if you don't get into the game or not interested in playing, uh, try to find us and uh, say hello. It'll be really fun. One slightly bigger convention. Uh, can I call that one a convention? Dragon Meat? Yes, it's a convention. Ah, I spoiled it. Yeah, it's Dragon Meat. <laughs> yeah. And that's happening <laughs> in the beginning of December. Yes. And uh, we were there last year as visitors, just... regular folk coming to see the stuff in dragon meat but this year we're excited to say we can say it now officially right i mean it's yep. sure it's official. happening yeah 
We are going to have a table in 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 the the in Dragon Meat. We're going to be exhibitors. <laughs> yes. And uh, I think actually it started with us wanting to be in Dragon Meat and in other conferences and conventions and stuff. And then we were wondering, okay, but we're just going to have a table and sit there. That's weird. So then we decided, hey. Why not take the first episode of Crystal Heart Wild at Heart, which is very conveniently pretty much comic book size in terms of page numbers, and, uh, you know, print it yes. as a comic book. Yes. And that is what we're doing. And I'm very excited about that because I haven't um, been in the comics selling my own comics business nice. in many Good. years. Nice. Yes. But, but it's about to say we are not actually like printing a thousand copies. We're printing a few copies no. and we'll have them at the con, but I don't think we're actually going to do anything else with them, at least yet. I, I mean, for now, we have no other plans. So if you want the first um, issue, let's say, of Crystal Heart, sure. it's not actually the first issue because we don't plan to um, put the other storylines uh, out in the same way we don't tend, we don't think about publishing them each storyline as its own issue but we think that while at heart deserves its own thing first of all because it's self-contained it's the first one and second because it explains savage worlds so just as a sort of rules explanation uh crystal hearty thing it's it's a fun thing to maybe have uh so we'll have a few copies in dragon meat to sell if you want yours do come or get someone else to get it for you because we are not even planning on mailing them or selling them. Nothing, nothing yet, at least. Yes, it's practically a collector's item. <laughs> or we hope it will be. Oh, yes, in 50 years, people will go back yeah. in time to take this now. <laughs> uh, if you are a time traveler coming to Dragon Meat, uh, say hi and give us some indication that you're from the future. It'd be very exciting. But even if you're not... Um, Dragon Meat is in a long time from now, so we'll obviously be talking about this again. But uh, we're excited. It's going to be fun. I'm, I've started working on preparing all the pages for print. And actually, our patrons uh, can see sketches for the cover of the comics. Uh, because I've uploaded mm -hmm. it there to get um, some opinions and feedback. If you are our patron and you haven't seen it, just go there and, and have a look. And if you really want to have a sneak peek, why not become a patron? And then you can what? Just, oh. just something to think about. Uh, I think that's it about the comics. Yes. And our, our stuff. Why don't you start with talking about what you've been doing this week? I haven't done anything interesting. I, I've, okay, so um, maybe, maybe Aviv, do you know RPG a day? I have heard of it. It's when you talk about RPGs once per day. It's a thing what? that got started like three or four years ago. It's a simple internet meme that during the month of August, um, each day you answer a single question about RPG with the hashtag RPG a day. You can probably see it all over the Twitterers and uh, maybe even in the Facebooks and all of my Google pluses is full of it as well, but I'm, I'm guessing it's because I'm following a lot of people that are in the RPG business slash industry. And I'm happy to say that Angus of EN World approached me um, and asked for my opinion on these things as well. And I've sent him my opinion on some of them. And he's publishing in EN World 
uh, about, I think, 20 answers every day from various tiny, tiny little publishers like, like us. We are, we are a tiny little publisher in the world of uh, role-playing games. And my answers are obviously the best, but I think you might want to read some of the others on some of the questions. I haven't answered everything because I think not all questions are really interesting. Uh, which is fair. I mean, 31 questions. It's a lot of questions. Not all of them are interesting to everyone. Uh, but those that are interesting are quite interesting. Like, what was the most groundbreaking experience in your RPG life that changed the way you play RPG forever? What was the moment that that happened? Was that a question you already answered? Yes. Can you... But, I, but I'm it? asking you now. Oh, you're asking me now. Yes. Oh my God, the most groundbreaking moment? Yes. Uh, that's something I'm going to have to think about. I, I, too, I, I, I had to think about it as well. I mean, it's not, it's not an easy question to answer on the top of your head. It really isn't. But one thing that comes to mind for some reason is you remember when you ran uh, Unknown Armies mm -hmm. to us? Mm hmm. And I played a character that I kind of based on my sister. Yes. And um, we got into a gunfight. And I think it was the first time I played in a system that was entirely based in... Re I mean, not entirely based in reality because it's unknown armies, but more in our world than D&D, &D, for example. And I honestly literally felt a sense of dread for my sister-based character who is uh, facing a serious threat for her life. And I think it was one of the first times where I've actually felt this really strong emotional connection to a character and, and um, felt the events in the game affect me uh, very strongly and personally. Did that change the way you play role-playing games forever? Or is it just a very intense experience that you had during a role-playing game? Because I would claim it it's two different just things. An intense experience. It's not just yes. it's not just an intense experience, but I'm not sure everyone had a moment in that changed the way this play forever. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, there are two different questions, and both of them are, are interesting. M my answer to that question, by the way, is when I I don't remember the exact moment, but it was during a game that I probably heard an actual play of someone. And the player asked the GM something like, is there a wizard tower in this town? And the GM says, I don't know. Is there? And <laughs> that changed the way I play. The, the, the understanding that while the GM is the one that decides what is canon, it doesn't have to be the one that invents what is canon. And that I, it was mind-blowing for me. And you heard it on a podcast? I think so. Quite probably, yes. But that, I mean, after playing with you for years, mm -hmm. I feel like that's always been your, but, your DMing but style. But it wasn't. It wasn't. That ah. when we first just started playing D&D &D, uh, 3.5, you and me, and Evan Dassey, by the way, like 10 years ago, we played yeah. when I was, when I was a different person, Aviv. I wasn't as enlightened. And then I read Dungeon World and everything changed. Really, though? That's, that's very cool, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah, we're definitely playing, role-playing differently than we did 10 years ago. Yes. Us and everyone in the world. 
Yeah, yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. in general. That's basically it. That was me. I have nothing else to say. Okay. Uh, then I will say something about Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. Um, yes. I don't exactly know all the facts, but basically Zeitgeist is a campaign that was written for ZND4. Yes. Okay, cool. Correct me if I'm wrong as I'm speaking. Yes. And um, it like it takes characters from levels three to loads twenty. What's the biggest? <laughs> yes, it's the biggest. Yes, <laughs> good. <laughs> to the biggest level you can be in D and D five. However, I mean we are going to play it in the D and D five version. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and now they are releasing the same campaign. For D and D five with the same, you know, there's there's Eladrin and stuff, which I loved in D and D four. And the f- before all this campaign, this really probably long two three years campaign, there is an introduction adventure um, that ran ran for us this yes. week. Yes, and it was brilliant. It was an excellent adventure. So excellent. The whole thing takes place about a hundred years before the actual campaign. Um, so you kind of get the history of the world and, and, you know, the, the base of everything that's happening through your own experience, which I love. It's so much better than just, you know, hearing or reading a bit of history about the world. Yes. When you've actually lived and played it. And if, if what you're saying is true, actually affecting what's going to happen in the campaign because um if 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 i understand correctly uh that the decisions that we made as players in this introductory adventure are going to affect the campaign somehow i don't know how but it's exciting to think about it very vaguely <laughs> very <laughs> that's fine that's very, vague is is fine but just feeling that we had some sort Impact, of you yes know, yes yes it's very cool. And the characters, it was so clear that they were thought out and, uh, a lot of, a lot of effort was put into writing the character sheets. Oh, and, and they were level 10 or 11, which is always nice when you're just starting out being so powerful and awesome, you know, right from the get go. Uh, so it was fun to play. It wasn't like a bunch of uh, small time adventurers just venturing out into the world. No, no, you were the king and his people and you did kingly yes. things with against a, a vicious and powerful enemy. Absolutely. And it felt like it. I mean, every time it felt like there's no chance we can win, but then we did because we were awesome. And um, I, apart from everything that happened in the adventure itself, which was so cool, I really like the fact that as an exposition to this adventure, there was also a mini, mini game. <laughs> yes, a mini, where, tiny little <laughs> <laughs> Tiny little game where just to uh, introduce the evil, introduce the, the, the villain that's um, the main thing about this adventure, we played a bunch of completely expendable uh, villagers that ventured out into the woods and were just... I don't want to spoil anything, but the way this adventure starts and the way it continues is just really great. It's called... I wrote it down and then I threw it away. It's called... Bonds of Forced Faith. And you can get it through um, Ian Wald's uh, Ian Sider 
uh, their Patreon service. Um, they, they treat it sort of like a magazine where you get one or two new posts, new pieces of D&D 5 content every week, and you pay per, per piece of content, if I remember correctly, not per month like we do it. And now they've started um, putting out this Zeitgeist thing with uh, the campaign guide, um, and now they started the, the first adventure, and they added this Bonds of Force Faith as a, like a bonus adventure before you start everything. And I think it's very well crafted, and every GM, especially D&D 5 GMs, should give it a read, because it shows you what can be done not only as an excellent role-playing experience, but also specifically with D&D 5 to give this specific feeling, this experience that the adventure is trying to give. Yes, I'm, I'm really excited to uh, delve into this campaign, which I, I think we're going to do, right? It's, it sounds quite probable. We'll have to discuss it, but yes, quite probably. Brilliant. So if you want to hear more episodes of this podcast, read our web comics or our posts about role-playing games, you can do all of that at up2fourplayers.com. And you can also look for us on various social networks. Just look for up2fourplayers and you will probably find us. Uh, we're happy to uh, read comments or interact with you on social channels in any way. So feel free to do that. And uh, if you are going to come to Concrete Cow on the 16th of September, mm. uh, drop us a line before, just like to let us know to look for you or to, you know, say hi. I don't know how things work. It'll be fun <laughs> and we'll update on all these things as they uh, come nearer. All right. Until next week. Um, we hope you enjoy this lovely Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Oh, what a new podcast day. Have a lovely week and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.